something. I can see peering out of that black hole, two luminous disks. The eyes, it might be a face, might be almost oh, oh, heavens. Something wriggling out of the shadow like a gray snake. Now it's another one and another one and another one. They look like tentacles to me. Oh, yeah, I can see the thing's body. Now it's large, large as a bear. Crystals like wet leather, but that face, Ladies and gentlemen, it's indescribable. I can hardly force myself to keep looking at it. It's so awful. The eyes are black and they gleam like a serpent. The mouth is a kind of V-shaped with saliva dripping from its rimless lips. It seems to oh, quiver and pulsate. last left Alistair, we left him out in the cold, huddled in the driver's seat of his van for warmth, about to receive a phone call from Agent Gray. Is the exorcist with you? No, sir, this location is reasonably secure. I'm very glad to hear that. Do you have any idea what his current location is? Sir, he's somewhere inside Springwood Lodge. That's... Less than ideal, but that's something we can still work with. We've received some upsetting intel regarding your exorcist friend, and I'm afraid that he is not as reliable of an asset to us as we can, as we initially believed. It would be in your best interest, Agent, to pull him out of there as soon as you can, or at least to prevent him from going any further into the mansion. With all due respect, sir, I followed him here because I'm confident that his uh, unique skill set and combination of, of experience is a uh, pro- provides provides an alternative and useful perspective on the situation. I understand that, Alistair. I really do. But this is a potential security risk. We're dispatching another agent to your location to pick him up. Sir, is there any intel you're authorized to share with me that might give me any guidance on how to proceed regarding the exorcist? There's a pause on the call. Not at this time, no. But Agent Ortiz will be able to provide more information when she gets there. Yes, sir. Under- understood, sir. I think Alistair's used to, you know, you you wait for your superior officer to sign off before you, you don't hang up on your boss. <laughs> sure, absolutely. There's another pause, uh, followed by, I'm serious about this, Alistair. I understand that you two are close to a degree, but the exorcist cannot proceed any further. Do whatever you have to. Uh, the screen goes blank. I think Alistair kind of sits there staring at the steering wheel for a second, mm-hmm. trying to integrate all of that 
into his, you know, he's, he's, you can, you can hear the little gears going. It, like, pauses for, they, they, you would see him, like, mouthing Ortiz to himself a couple of times. And then nods once to himself and exits the van. Is gonna head back toward the lodge. Anything before you do? I don't think so. I'm trying to think whether there's anything else that I would have left in the van that this might be that I might want to take with me in light of this uh, additional information. Fair enough. The snow seems to have picked up in the brief amount of time that you were in the car. Um, the flurry of flakes has left some uh, not insubstantial snow banks uh, that are starting to pile up on the sides of Springwood Lodge. The building is becoming encased in snow. You trudge back through the path that you made out here, although your uh, footprints are noticeably significantly more filled in. Uh, and you wander back toward that access door as fast as you're able uh, with this very conflicting message from the department rattling around in your mind. I'm trying to... doing that thing where I'm trying to tease out... You know, I'm 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 trying to fit the uh, s fucking square peg of my brain into the round hole of my character's brain, <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what I think deep down, Alistair wants really badly to trust Saint on this one, and I'm trying to figure out if he's going to let himself or not. Mm -hmm. My face is so flat. I know. Um, <laughs> the thing what, is... What you said in that conversation we yes. had last time was specifically Saint is the kind of person that people trust. Yeah. But I don't know if Alistair is going to trust him. Like, what, like you were like, I think he could, but you haven't. You had not decided at that point whether he was gonna. No. To be I fair, know. you don't need to decide that right now. We can that dick around cool. this lodge for a little bit, and he can mull that over. That my is... face, my mouth is so flat, and I, I'm expressing no emotion right now. Just turn your camera off, King. <laughs> um. Well, that's a that's a good question, though, in terms of like what we think yeah, is. Okay. A, gonna make for an interesting storytelling decision i think is probably not to say anything initially yeah i mean i think it makes sense to me it's like just don't say anything for right now okay i think that makes sense for him too i'm less worried about like what makes story good and more interested in like what is he gonna do what would yeah be i true think he for him, i think he's so. i think he's gonna hold off for a little bit and see kind of what happens next okay cool i have one more question and it's, I'm, just to clarify, how much, what did Saint tell Alistair about the visitor? Oh, fuck, I question. don't remember. I can't remember either. I Not a ton. To I, I believe you did say, you was now directed at Maddie. Uh, I believe that Maddie said something to the effect of that the, that they could tell there was something alive about it. Yeah. And then I think, for help. Yeah. Which is I'd, pretty much all say no i know yeah, yeah is i think like i i think i said something along the lines of like 
I think it's alive. I think there was something in there or something about it that like had a sentience. Yeah. Um, and it asked for my help. <laughs> Which of course Which was is... thought of immediately by, so I'm gonna go help it. You can come yeah. if you want to or not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, I think is... I, I, I think it's alive and I think that it like was being held captive. No, yeah, but but you did you were upfront about this is yep. what it this is what I think the situation is, therefore this is what I am doing. Yep. You can fucking mm-hmm. come along if you want. Yeah. None of my business if you come along or not, but I that's what I'm doing. That's where mm-hmm. I'm going. Okay. Saint. Where are you right now? I am hanging out in our rendezvous location. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take for him to do this whole thing. I don't know if he remembers that we've got walkie-talkies. I don't want to get lost here. I don't want to get, like... I don't want them to find me, either, by myself. Ugh. Um, Even though we've determined I have basically all of our weapons, (laughs) I don't want to be here by myself. So I'm going to wait in our rendezvous location. All right. You are on the opposite end of the lodge from where Alistair is, obviously out in the cold making a phone call. You can consider this scene simultaneous with the phone call. Um, as Alistair heads south, you head north to this room. Um, yeah, I mean, I've described the lounge before. Uh, it is uh, barren and very dusty, and as the snow starts to pick up, uh, plenty of these stray flakes uh go through the broken glass of these huge French doors and uh, melt when they touch the carpet, uh, although the the chill is still ever-present in the air. Once again, it's a very dusty place. Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of life in here at some point, but there definitely is not now. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to probably post up somewhere that's a little bit more hidden. Um, like, I'm not going to hang out, like, directly next to the doors or whatever. I'll find a corner. I'll hide behind, like, a, I don't know, something. I just want to keep a little bit out of view so if someone does happen to come into this room, I'm not, like, immediately visible. Uh, sure. Uh, this room is a little, uh, lengthy. Um, it, uh, it covers a decent portion of the back end of the lodge, so you can imagine kind of how deep into the building it might go. Um... Only part of it, uh, of course, kind of intersects with that patio in the corner of the room. Uh, But yes, there are some armchairs a little further back. Um, I'm going to say that there is a uh, like a ring of bookshelves, not a ring, a a U shape of bookshelves uh, toward the back with a number of um, uh, not coffee tables, but like kind of like high tea tables like would be on the arm of an armchair. If there were two, like, at a right angle to each other, there would be, like, a little table um, next to the arm of each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I yeah, I'm going to say that uh, being in that area kind of relatively insulates you from the cold and, importantly, uh, gives you a little bit of cover should anybody walk into this room. Any actions you want to take here? No, it really is just, like, I, I don't think there's much in this room. Clearly there has not been a lot of activity um, I don't, like, in terms of investigation, I don't think I'm going to get a whole lot as I say that sentence. I wonder how true that is. Um, 
I could maybe find out something about, like, the origin to Springwood Lodge, but... For me, the bigger concern here is not being noticed, not being found, and if I start, like, digging through stuff, I'm gonna be making noise, and I don't want that. I think that, right now, while I am solo, is more important than any information I might find about the origins of Springwood Lodge. So for the time being, we could do that once Alistair shows up. If we want to investigate, we can. But I think for right now, I'm really just going to hang. Mm -hmm. There was a quietness in the air that is only matched by... Wait, hold on. I have changed my mind. Because um, this is something that's been bothering me since last time. I want to check my phone and see if I have any reception. Saint, you have none. Okay. Okay. That was it. Is, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't. He's got weird government agent phones. Um, but I think I said that last episode too. Was like, how do we have any reception up here? And the answer is I don't. But anyway, okay, that's it. Sorry. There's a fucking sat phone in that van, but they're like, no, you don't have one. You can take with you though. <laughs> I mean, you got that text um. though. That is true. I did get that text. Interesting. Uh, I thought you were going to be like, no, actually, I changed my mind. It's like Saint Bla <laughs> Saint whips out his boombox and starts blasting. <laughs> That's right. Karaoke night at Springwood Lodge. No, no, that was it. Is like, while I have a moment to spare, whether I say anything to Alistair or not, I don't know. But that's something that like Saint was like, how the fuck? Why is he looking at his phone? Do I have... Anyway, that's it. Sure. Can I get notice out of you? Yeah. Okay, that's only a plus one. All right. Big money, no whammies. Uh, that is... That's a two total. I got three neutrals and a, a one, so... There is a contemplative silence that hangs across this room. You are, as I'm sure you've surmised, completely alone. There hasn't been any signs of life in the mansion so far, except for these weird encounters that you've been having, although who can really point to what's causing those? Uh, Saint, it's, it's as you kind of scan the uh, bookshelves as quietly as you possibly can, you notice that there is something out of place. Uh, something that wasn't there when you first walked in, although eh, how could you possibly have noticed that? But something that definitely wasn't there a few seconds ago. There was a book on one of the tables, opened and angled toward the chair. Okay, I'll go take a look at that. It's nothing special. Um, it just appears to be a novel. And you're certain, even though it's covered with dust, you're certain that when you stepped into this part of the... part of the lounge, it wasn't sitting on that table. It's possible it's just the wind. But it looks like one of the pages turns. What is, what are, what is it open to? Middle of the book. 
Okay, so there's nothing particular in the the book itself. There is nothing special about the book itself. And I don't see any kind of figure? Just the book. And the occasional turning page. Okay, that's... It is. It would take a pretty strong wind to do something like that. Um. Uh. Okay. I'll like put my back to one of the shelves so that there's not going to be anything behind me. Um. And uh, I'll I'll say. Hi. I I see you if you're here. I'm listening. The temperature in the room drops. That's it. Mm-hmm. Even though you're alone, you hear a faint cough directly from the armchair in front of you. Mm, okay. I'll sit in the other chair. Because it's two chairs with a table in between. Yeah? Absolutely. Okay. I'll sit in the other chair. Uh, V-shaped, tucked yeah. into these bookshelves. Yeah. It's faint. But when you sit down at the level of the other chair, you can see... Uh, slight distortion on the wall behind it half like a shadow half like you're peering through warped glass there's almost a glimmer floating in the air in front of you and it's distinctly human shaped okay the page turns again okay how to communicate with something that can't speak I probably can't write. We're going to do a yes or no here, because I think that's going to be the most effective way to communicate. Um, unless I can prove otherwise. Uh, yeah, let's let's do a yes or no here. Um, so, uh, three move three pages for yes, uh, one for no. Can you write, or is it just more simple forms of communication like this? couple seconds go by and a single page flips okay so we're gonna need to do yes or no's here that's fine that's fine um you're trying to communicate with me is it do you need something from me or are you trying to warn me uh let me find it do you need something from me yes or no one page okay are you trying to warn me of something three pages okay Okay. Um, are you trying to warn me about Springwood, the like living beings, uh, the like living physical beings in here? Not to imply that you are not alive, because clearly um, you are some form of alive. But anyway, uh, Springwood and his cohort, is that what you're trying to warn me about? Three pages. Okay. Um, hmm. One page. Pardon me? I just got a yes and a no back to front. Is that... That's correct. There's a pause between the two answers. Yes and no. Are you trying to warn me about Springwood Sr.? Three pages. Ah, interesting. He's still here. Three pages. 
This is... Ah, fuck. Um, I can't ask, like, where is he? Because, one, he's probably moving. And, two, they may not know. Also, not a yes or no question, unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's the other part, is that's not a unless, yes or no. Unless you were to battleship it and be like, B4. Here's a map. Yeah. Um, All right. Hey, man, I'm going to draw a grid across this place. Is he in C10? Is he? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> You've sunk my battle yeah <laughs> 10 pages for you that's so we're, we're gonna do each of these pages corresponds to a number of the fucking alphabet no we need we're, let's okay, do okay, i want you to, want you to like snap the book close like morse code yeah snap, snap, <laughs> wait shit i forgot i don't know morse code fuck um dash, dash dot what's yahtzee <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking with me um <laughs> operation uh, okay. Look, ghosts are very bored creatures. If you get a fuck with an exorcist every hundred years. Okay. Um. Does, does he want us dead? I, I, this is like, how urgent is this is what I'm trying to determine is like, am I going to die here? The book doesn't move. Okay, so irrelevant, maybe. Um, or perhaps it doesn't know. Or it doesn't know. Okay. I guess that's the question. Do you know what Spring Tigger wants? This is a fun game to play, because I get to watch your face as you try to determine what the answer is. One page. Okay. Were you a part of his... Oh, I mean, that might be not relevant. I already kind of know that anybody here had to be part of his whole shindig. Um, do you know? Do you know about the visitor? Three pages. Ah, okay. Is the visitor why you're dead? One page. Pause. Three pages. Okay, I guess you're now. Um, See, you just had your finger on your nose. Was that an I have a question situation or was that no, being like that a... No, that was, that was, a, ah, that's, that's, that's the... the question that I was, I was like, yeah, that's, that's where I want to go. I, cause the other, I have another question that I want to ask, that I want you to ask very badly and I feel like I shouldn't say what it is. No. Um, some time question. has passed. It's entirely possible that Alistair can be back in the room. Mm. If you want to come in from the cold. Call you one of John LeCar's first novels because this Fuck could be the off. spy that came in from the cold. There we go. Yeah. No, I. Anyway. Don't dab. Um, <laughs> um, okay. I am going to. If you're not going to come in in this moment, I'm going to ask another question, though. Ask one mm. more question and then okay. I just. I'm Up like, to you. Just I'm saying some time has passed. I'm like, I have I have one specific question and it's probably on your mind, but I'm like, I'm trying to telepathically communicate it to you. I'm trying to figure out a way to phrase the, like, like, the visitor as a murder weapon versus the murderer. Sure. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out that, the how do I form that as a yes or no question? Because mm -hmm. it might have been, like, you were sacrificed for the visitor, 
rather than the visitor being like, fuck all these haters, I'm going to eat them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm guessing it is more a form of, like, fed to or, like, used for rather than the visitor. But that is absolutely me being like, I don't want to believe that they were fucking playing me. The question that I'm thinking is, is the visitor the reason that the ghost is still here? Oh, that's a great question. Is something about what is keeping it here? What is causing this haunting? Is it something that has... And the thing is, I don't think that's something that Saint would even think of. Because for him, it's just like... Because for him, hauntings are normal. Yeah. Right? Like, hauntings occur due to... God, almost anything. He's been to literal haunted houses where the house was alive. Like, rather than it being possessed by a ghost. Right? Like... Okay. So for him, it's like does it? It doesn't matter why a haunting happens because life is full of things where like life is constantly happening. That blah blah blah. There's this whole like. So that's not a question he would think to ask. So if you want that question answered, okay. you're gonna have to ask. Okay. It. Well, that's fine. We're we're. So my first question was: Did the visitor kill you? Right? That was my last... That was, like, the wording of the, my said, last is, question. Is the visitor the reason, reason you're, you're dead? dead? Great. Less specific. Good, jo- good job, Gobes. Um, right. To which you got both a yes and a no and answer a no. within a couple seconds. Yeah. yeah. Is it... Were... Did the what? visitor... Go ahead. On a Ouija board, what is it? It's, like, yes, no, and maybe? Yeah. Or unclear or whatever? Yeah, it's, am, am it's, I mixing that up with Magic Eight Balls, where it's like results not considered? Yeah, well, Magic Eight Ball has a lot more results, but there is a there's yeah. a yes, a no, an alphabet, right? And there's a maybe, I believe. Okay, I've never okay, used yeah. one because I don't like I find them unsettling. But oh, uh, of course, that neither have I. Obviously, I don't want to get haunted. Yeah, um, I'm not an idiot. Yeah, uh, come on, I'm not an exorcist. I just play one on TV. But exactly. um, did did. Yeah, I think this is the best way to communicate it. Did the visitor kill you directly? One page. Okay, so it was like you were killed for it. Okay. How did everybody die in this place? It was a fire? Yeah? There was a fire here, right? That's interesting. That's... We've seen no... We've Or they said there was a fire, because we've yeah. seen no... It's like uh, so far, yeah. We've of seen a fire. indicating a fire so far, unless I'm remembering that incorrectly. Was there a fire here? Like, is a big fire? Three pages. Okay. A fire in this building, or. You know, that's not a yes or no. In this building? Three pages. Okay. Is the fire what killed you? One page. Fire was a cover-up, I bet. Okay. Okay. Hmm. As as Saint is... is trying to think of whether or not there's anything else he wants to ask of this ghost before um, moving on to the next phase of doing what exorcists do. Um, Alistair appears around, you know, kind of stomps up to the uh, 
the doors and, you know, pu pu pushes one open and then kind of stomps a little bit of the snow off his boots, kind of brushes it out of his hair. Very much the, uh, the behavior of somebody who has spent a lot of time in the snow and is used to, you know, walking yeah. in and the, with making the minimum amount of mess. Yep. And looks around, probably squinting a little bit at the, the difference between the light outside and, and how dim it is in here. And I'm not going to try to whisper because it's a recording, but as quietly as just like, Saint. Here. Here, come here. Um, I'm speaking to one of the former residents. Alistair has a second of like, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what oh. a great ambiguous statement. But... Um, walks over and looks at the empty chair that, and then looks back at Saint and then says, ah. Yeah. I've established a yes or no system. Um, uh, this person and gestures towards the chair and then has a moment of like, you, you can't see it. There's nobody there, but, um, we've determined that there was a fire here, um, they were not killed by the fire. They were killed for the visitor, um, but not by the visitor. Uh, and they're trying to warn us about Springwood Senior, specifically. The news reports did describe a fire. Yeah. Presumably in some section of the building we haven't seen yet. Or they've rebuilt parts of it, maybe. Or they've rebuilt. Your new acquaintance dead because of the visitor but not killed by I suppose that's more evidence in favor of your theory that whatever it is it is a captive of Springwoods rather than perhaps the other way around I was taking into consideration that maybe it had lied to me about its situation which is why I asked, but I'm thinking perhaps that Springwood, these Springwoods, as they are, are, are as gross as it is, were, like, fed these people or their energy to it to get something out of it. Some kind of sacrifice, maybe. I don't know. Um, and I think the fire maybe was a cover-up for that. Or something about their plan or setup went awry. Maybe. They covered it up. The uh, the yes or no system, what is it? Uh, turning one page for no, three pages for yes. Um, Alistair, like, kind of squints into the, like, at this empty chair to try to see if there's any visual indication that there's a presence there. Do I see the same thing that Saint saw? Like, a vague suggestion of something? Um, I think, yeah, I think I would like to roll notice okay. in that case. Um, and I rolled, so that's one neutral and three positives, which I think is literally the best roll that I've ever done as Alistair. Um, one of them, the anyway. Plus two is a whole fucking five. You got a five last time, too, to be fair. True. Okay. Alistair maybe kind of walks in a single circle, maybe even two around the armchair trying to like almost like a magic eye puzzle piece out if he can see anything uh or if it's just you know dust bunnies floating in the air it isn't until maybe saint kind of flags him down 
a little bit and Alistair crouches toward the same level as the chair that you can see a, a distortion that can't just be chalked up to air particles. Mm. Like I described earlier, it's like looking through warped glass. Okay. But you absolutely see a figure. Whether or not this is the first time you've ever seen a figure, that's up to you. We've definitely seen ghosts in this manner, though, to be fair. I mean, fair. we have. And also the shadow people. That's true. I don't know. I think there is still But nothing like about... this. I don't know. I, I think there is an element of, like, it, it's not like... It's not like this is old hat for Alistair. I think he's we he is he has seen ghosts here. I don't think he's seen enough to be like used to them. Um, and has probably never communicated with one before. No, that that's a very good point. I think he like looks at Saint for a second and then looks back at the suggestion of a figure. Um, this is certainly the most you've ever seen Saint in action. That is very true. Rather than before when I was talking to a fake ghost. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and he thinks for one second, just says, um, is Springwood, the, the living Springwood, in contact with the presence of his father? Great question. There's a moment where you think it might not even happen. Maybe the ghost doesn't talk to you the same way it talks to Saint. It's long enough of a pause that you think the line may have went dead. And if in that pause, I will, I will say like, he's he's with me. It's okay if if that helps. I think that sort of gets uh, Saint in the like kind of like oh, okay. Well, you are. <laughs> no, I know. But he just is, like, kind of, like, it's it's that look that I think Alistair's given Saint a number of times, which is sort of the, that sort of, I'm filing this away. This is a piece of information about how this person operates. We've had a few this, this arc. I almost yeah, you, said he's my partner, but I think in that last moment, I'm like, oh, no, he's not. But he's, he is with me right now. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's, is, it, if it, if that matters, I don't know, he's with me. Three pages flip. Okay. Good to know. Family business. More ways than one. Mm. How unfortunate to be trapped under the hand of your father even after he's dead. The father you don't like, specifically. I don't feel bad for this guy. I'm just like, "Mm." rough. very gothic novel. Is the visitor the reason you're still here? Three pages. Oh, okay. I guess when when Saint is, seems surprised by this, Alistair looks over at him and just is something like the way you've described the visitor to me, that sort of thing. I wonder if it has its own gravity on some level... Perhaps it's difficult for certain forms of energy to escape its vicinity. That would track, sure. Um, are you, this is to the ghost, are you able to communicate with with the visitor? One page. Okay. Hmm. 
Do you know where the visitor is? Three pages. Hmm. The book flips three more pages. And almost before you have time to register that it's responded to you, it flips up with the base of its spine hitting the bottom of the table. It is completely upright. You see that the book starts to shake a little bit, and you almost imperceptibly see the bending of a page before there is a dark and deep chill that takes control of the room. The dust that has been on the ground for so long, the entire time that you've been in Springwood Lodge, kicks up in a plume, obscuring your vision. You hear a small but loud thunk right next to the bookshelf, and the dust settles, and the cold dissipates. Uh, the book is no longer on the table. There are a number of books on the ground. The shelves were rocked while the dust was in the air. You glance over. You glance over at the book. You can see the path it took through the air. As it slammed into the bookshelf. Hard enough to split the wood. Which direction is that? Toward the bookshelves in the back of the room. Right. Like, south? Southwest? West. Directly west. Mm -hmm. Have we already... What is directly west? Is that the... Unexplored. Not for long. Yeah, I think I think Alistair will kind of... will will go over there and first look and see if there's any pattern to the books that are lying on the ground and then go and look at is the book like embedded in the wood is that how you're describing it embedded in the wood fuck jesus christ yeah jason um looks and like almost goes to touch it before realizing that this sucker is fucking embedded in a wood bookshelf okay is there anything unusual about i mean other than the fact that it's embedded in a wood bookshelf What's going on there? Is it too dorky to pull out one of those little pocket fucking magnifiers or something? Does he have something like that? Ezra, of course he does. Of course he does. I think he'll <laughs> at least pull out, um, like, have maybe he, he, I mean, he has a really high beam flashlight, but I imagine he probably also has, like, a little tiny flashlight. Does that sound reasonable to, for him sure. to also have, like, a pen light? I think yeah, he'll I mean, pull he has out, a phone, even. I think he'll yeah. pull out a pen light. And click it on and just kind of examine to see how the fuck this book ended up embedded. Just, you know, get close and see what's up with the fact that this book is now embedded in a wooden bookshelf. Once you're done doing that, if you're not going to pull it out of the shelf, I'll pull it out of the shelf. You turn on your pen light and shine it at the book. It's almost impossible to believe. Even you, with your strength, you cannot imagine being able to thrust a a soft object like this, even with a hard back, a soft object like this, so solidly into a piece of wood, this should be an impossible feat, but so far, Springwood Lodge has been a building of impossible occurrences. But the bottom of its spine is indeed embedded into the back of the bookshelf. Oh, shit. There is a sizable dent, like someone took a hatchet to it. 
the book feels extremely cold to the touch. But as you kind of reach toward it, the second you make contact with it, it falls out of that little notch and onto the shelf. Aside from its damaged spine, something about the book has notably changed. The book falls to the ground, spine up, pages down, in a tent shape. The upper left-hand corner of pages are all bent in, dog-eared. So, like, this half? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, like, the front half... All those pages are dog-eared together. Interesting. I guess I would like to pick it up Mm -hmm. and see what it's effectively open to now. If most of the corners are dog-eared, where does it stop? The book doesn't seem particularly notable. Um, It's by an author you don't recognize. Someone whose obscurity... Uh, must have faded with the 70s uh, and was not rebranded into a modern classic that you would have heard of. Fair. It's waiting room garbage. Okay. But the part that the dog ears all seem to be pointing to, well, it points to the start of a paragraph break that starts with the phrase, in the attic. Okay. I think Alistair will hold the book up so Saint can see where it's pointing. Okay. Time to find some stairs. It seems that a a whirlwind of strange occurrences has all just occurred to you here in the lounge of Springwood Lodge. And as the dust finally begins to settle, you turn back toward the kitchen and realize you are not alone. That's where we'll cut. Fuck! Alright. Shit. What you've just been listening to was Parascience, a glimpse into a world unknown. It was an actual play horror adventure told to you through the Fate system. Our players are Ezra Kay as Agent Alistair McAndrews and Manny Trumbo Gomes as capable young man St. Garcia Flores. As for myself, I was your game master and disembodied voice, Ben Hamlin. I also produced this show. Our theme song is by the incorporeal Johnny Ronaldo, and our logo was created by the haunted visage of Tara Bossart. We are currently in the process of remastering and transcribing earlier episodes of the show, and for that I would like to thank Glory Duda, Marcel Hood, and Julie Cooper, as they write down our every word and weave an intricate web of audio for you. You can stay tuned to our social media channels for more information on these developments. This show is brought to you by Infinity Break, where we're telling stories our own way. You can follow us on social media at InfinityBreak23, and check out our website for all of our other podcasts at InfinityBreak.net. We appreciate you listening to this program. If you want to help spread the word, there are a good many ways to do that. Word of mouth helps us immensely, and you can add us at ParasciencePod on Twitter. And while you're at it, why not tag InfinityBreak23? We have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash infinitybreak where you can start donating to Infinity Break for as little as $1 a month. And if you listen to Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave a review. Lastly, I would encourage you to join the haunted chorus of voices at the Infinity Break fan discord. That's bit.ly forward slash infinity talk, capital I infinity, 
Capital T Talk. That's all for now. Let parascience never let you sleep. Like a knocking sound from the attic, or a drop of blood from the ceiling. Be careful where you step this chapter. <laughs>